We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to Transformative Principle, episode 106, where I'm interviewing Kristen Bentley of Color My Day Kids, the classroom behavior management app. And last episode, we talked about all of the different features of this app and how much it helps with student intervention teams and RTI processes and referral to special ed and how it all works. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the the process of creating the app and why it's important to figure something out for yourself as a teacher and then create it to make it work for yourself and not wait for somebody else to come and solve that problem for you. So Kristen, thank you again for continuing on the podcast with me. Can you talk a little bit about why you chose to create this app instead of using something like Class Dojo? What makes this better than Class Dojo? I, I did use Class Dojo for a little bit and I can't say it was because of using Class Dojo that I decided to build this, but I Class Dojo was felt more like of a game. And as a teacher, sometimes you want this part to be less of a game and um, just more straightforward. And I felt that while Class Dojo didn't have the structure that that this provides. So if you want the kids to feel successful, that reward has to be easy and attainable. And so this is just so um, straightforward that at that fourth clip up, there is that reward. And the same as that third and fourth clip down, there's the consequence and Class Dojo just lets you give points and take points away and overall have a ratio, but but no structure and also no think time forms and office referral forms that are built in, which is really where the collecting data was not happening if it if they have to go find a triplicate form somewhere else. And and those trip forms and other things, they're hard to have them work out exactly how they should. And, you know, I've I've experienced that as an administrator. You get a referral form that, you know, has some illegible or seemingly inconsequential offense on it and then you've got to 
you've got to deal with that. And that's, that's difficult as an administrator and it's difficult as a teacher taking the time to fill those things out when teachers don't have time to do that. And what, what I love about your system is having that built in office referral form and think time form that makes it so that it's about as easy as it can be to get it done right then and there instead of, you know, getting a referral like three days later and saying, oh, I really need to fill this out and I just haven't had time and all right, I'll fill it out now and it's three days later and it's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. a lot more things have happened by then and you're probably filling it out because more things have happened. So Right. Or I don't want to fill it out because what's the point and I'll just take care of it. And then we get, you know, inaccurate data reporting and we don't know what's really going on in our schools. So, yeah, you know, one of the fascinating things to me was once we started collecting data on officer referral forms, we could actually get a picture of how things were going. And at a training, uh, Trisha Skiles, who's a great uh, PBIS trainer, um, said that if your office referrals are going down, that doesn't mean anything unless your teacher morale is going up because, you know, we can do all kinds of things to show the office referrals are going down, but that doesn't necessarily mean that the kids are behaving better. It could mean that you hid the, the form. office referral forms. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Or we made them so complicated that nobody wanted to fill them out. Exactly. Or we aren't actually doing anything when they get do get filled out. So right. yeah, I think that's really important to have that that in there. Now Yeah, and what one thing we really liked about having um, the school wide system is that the teachers knew at which point it was time to turn it over to the administration. And the administration knew that the teachers had gone through these steps, one, two, and three, before they just threw their arms up and said, okay, you take care of it. And so it, it put everyone at ease knowing at what point they were going to ex- expect help or ask for it. Yeah, very cool. So let's talk a little bit about the process of developing your app. You're not a programmer, right? I am not. <laughs> no. So, so how did you get this awesome program made? So I started with um, some crayons and paper <laughs> and colored it out in my head what I knew it needed to be because as an educator, I just knew what the process was which wasn't working and I knew what it needed to be to be more effective. So the first thing I did was write it down on paper. And then I had a friend who had just built an app who sent me over to Lucidchart, I think it was, where you you drag and draw different buttons to a screen and then you type out what their function would be. And so I built each screen page on that. And then I typed out what on another separate piece of paper, which what function every button would do and what it would link to. And then I took my idea and my drawings and I found a graphic designer and told her about the concept. And then she drew it up and what it would look like and made it beautiful. So then I found a friend who was a developer and showed him the images that matched, you know, my drawings and my vision. And then he made that took the images and programmed it to, and so with meeting with him and, you know, constant Skype calls and clicking and making sure everything was working right, made it happen. It sounds like a lot of work to get it started. It was. I know. I'm like, that was the, that's the Cliff Notes version, but you know. (laughs) So having recently developed an app myself, I know what all the effort that needs to go into that. And 
it takes time, it takes effort, and also takes people who agree with and buy into your vision also. Right. Can you talk a little bit about how you how you pitched it to people so that they would get on board with you and want to participate in it? Yeah. Well, one thing I did before I even started building the app is I went, well, you know, my principal knows me and, and he bought in, but I was like, well, other principals who don't, I'm going to go talk to them and see what they're looking for in their schools. And I went to um, a principal over at Sandy Elementary and, you know, and she was like, absolutely, this is what we need something like this. We need, that would make my life as an administrator so much easier to be able to see what was happening in our school, to have it just to be able to log in and see the office referrals and know that I've dealt with them. And then I think that's when I came over and talked to you and was like, what's going on over here? And so I basically, if they're in the school. And so when I showed them this idea, they understood that it would be effective. And as administrators, they knew like their most important thing was their time. And when I asked, you know, what they were spending most of their time during the day dealing with at these title one schools, and it was behavior. So if I could offer some solution to giving them some time back in their day, by making this behavior more fluid and, and easier to to deal with, then it seemed like a, a good deal. Well, and you, when you talked to me, it was not just making my life easier, but it was also something that I knew would make my teacher's life easier. Right. Yeah. That was a big selling point too, is, you know, the thing we just talked about with getting correct data and the teachers filling it out and everything, knowing that that was going to happen automatically was very intriguing for me because I really needed that to be accurate, to be a successful administrator. And I needed it to be really easy for my teachers and effective for my teachers so that it wasn't, you know, some game that they were playing, but it was actually keeping track of the important pieces of data that we had to pay attention to in a Title I school. Right. And as a teacher, you're doing, you're prepping so many lessons that, you know, adding on, okay, now track the data for just this one student it can get overwhelming and it just doesn't get done. And so they just gruff through the year or, you know, and then move it on to the next year. But now we have, if it's just automatically happening for everyone and it's part of the daily process, it's not, it doesn't feel extra. So one of the barriers to creating an app is that we as teachers and educators aren't, aren't programmers. So we don't know how to do things. How much programming stuff did you need to learn to be able to do this? Or were you, do you still not know hardly anything about programming? I still don't hardly know anything about programming. But what I what I have learned through this process is that to build an app, you really do need three people. You need the person who's the expert in the field, which is me, and then someone to make it beautiful. And then someone who knows how to do the programming. Because um, if the programmer has a good idea, usually doesn't make it as beautiful. And mm-hmm. right, and the, the artist doesn't know how to program. So it really takes everyone working together to make a product that everyone wants. But you also need the person who is, you know, in the field. So me being a teacher in the field was crucial to it being what teachers wanted because I knew what teachers were doing because I'm still doing it. Yeah. And you actually know what's going to work. Right. Right then and there. And you can implement it the next day and say, oh, this didn't work. Let's go 
back and try to figure this one piece out, right? Right. And I mean, along the way, I have my uncle who develops games online and he goes, oh, well, why don't you put a castle at the top and, you know, and want to turn it into a game. And I go, oh, no, that's why (laughs) a teacher needs to do this. We don't want a castle at the top. Yeah, because it's it's not a game. This is is serious business. So, you know, one of the other um, barriers to entry is that it'll costs too much money to develop something and you had a creative way of of dealing with that and you know with our app that we just developed and released you know we we had a bunch of money where we could pay someone to do it and as a teacher you're not rich and we used district funds to do that which we needed to do and this was for our school you took a different approach do you want to talk a little bit about that yeah i did which is really quite amazing um, that I um, just found people who really believed in me and in this vision and um, told them that once I was successful, then, then I would pay them and they could have some ownership, you know. So it was fortunate because um, I got to stay in control of the project. I didn't have to take on investor money and investor opinions and got to keep it to, you know, what the original vision was. And which is nice to not feel, um, I don't know, that pressure and stress that could come from taking that on and, and lucky to have people who believed enough to be working for free right now. Yeah. And you, you did look at doing some investor type things and wanted to pursue that at one time. Is that correct? Yeah, I did. I did look at some startups and accelerator programs, but Ultimately, one, I didn't feel right about it. And two, it just wouldn't work as, as a teacher. Um, I just wouldn't work with my schedule. I did take a lot of time during summer and breaks to make this my focus, but I just couldn't take three months off and, you know, go accelerate this project because I still, I still needed to work. Yeah. And, and what I think is so great about your story, Kristen, is that you are a teacher, you want to be a teacher and you want to still be in the trenches doing this stuff. You just want your life to be easier because of it. Right. Absolutely. And like, (laughs) it was such a, it was such a blessing to still be working because then I could be, you know, beta testing it. And then, and then for them to, you know, send the hard kid into my classroom was like, okay, well now how am I going to make this work for him? Cause there are those kids and that's, and so I work to learn and, you know, make it in the best situation I can in the classroom. And if it's working for me, hopefully it can work for other people. Yeah. And it's a real opportunity to try the thing that you actually have been working on and make sure that it really does work, not just for the average kids, but for the kids that have very high needs, which I think you've shown it does work, which I think is super exciting. So very cool. One of the other things about this is that it's easy to think that if you are, are using it, then it, you know, so many things online are, are free. Why are you choosing to, to charge for this? Um, because I think it is valuable. I think there are, um, it will save, I mean, they're spending money now to print triplicate forms and there's, there's funds for it. So I think people pay for what they value and if they value their time and they value uh, a good system, then it would be worth 
their money. Yeah, I agree with you wholeheartedly, especially with valuing something. And what I see with this tool is something that will help teachers understand themselves and their students a lot more and have a system that will really be beneficial for them. You know, a few years ago when I was a teacher, I was using an app called Plan Book by Jeff Hellman, and he was a teacher at the time also. He has since stopped teaching so he could focus on developing the app completely. But when I was teaching, I used that app every single day, and it was how I made it so that my kids could have their, if they were absent, they could have their the lesson plans and all the worksheets that they needed to stay caught up. And it was something where I saw a tremendous value in making sure that my kids had everything they needed to be successful when they weren't there. And I don't remember how much it cost, but it was the easiest payment that I ever made because in the long run, it saved me a ton of time. And in the short run, it saved me a good amount of time and effort also. And it was such a valuable program that even when I stopped teaching, I continued paying for the upgrades for a couple of years just because it was so valuable. And I wanted to make sure he knew that it was that somebody was still paying for it, even though they weren't teaching anymore, because it was such a, a powerful tool. Yeah. When the iPad version of it came out, I bought it right away <laughs> because I knew I just knew how powerful it was. So anyway, I, I do think that's that's important. And I see a lot of... Well, and we know that behavior in the classroom, if you don't have behavior under control in the classroom, you know, a lot, not a lot of teaching can happen. And as a first-year teacher, this would be so valuable to have no, to know that someone's already worked out and thought about all these different aspects and it's already in place would just make it so much easier to, to get started teaching. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so in the last episode, you um, offered a special discount to listeners who heard about this Color My Day app for their classroom. Would you remind them of what that offer is? Yeah, if you're a principal and you want to purchase this um, for your entire school, I'm offering $100 off the yearly subscription. And if you're just a teacher who wants to start using this now in your classroom, and because you're excited about it, I have a one month free trial, but I'm also offering a $10 off your yearly subscription price if you mention that you heard about it from this podcast. Cool. Well, I really appreciate that. How can uh, people get in touch with you and, and learn more about this? Um, they can find more information in a video at www.colormydaykids.com. And there's an email link there where they can email to get in touch with myself or other supports to help you guys get set up and setting up your own classroom. There's steps of, you know, I have a, you can go to Teachers Pay Teachers to download the clip chart that matches the app and um, the notes that I use to print to send home are, are all there. So we have a, you know, a little starter package. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Kristen, for your time. And yeah, I, thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much for listening to that interview with Kristen. Uh, she's pretty inspiring by how she's dedicated to go out and create something. And I hope that if you are in a position where you can support her, that you will. Uh, it's people who are in education that are making great things for education that we definitely need to support. So 
please take some time to support her. Thank you for listening to Transformative Principle. You can follow me on Twitter at Jethro Jones, or you can like the Transformative Principle on Facebook. I've interviewed a lot of people for this podcast. We just crossed 100 episodes about a month ago, and I have learned so much from that. I'd like to share with you the top five things I've learned about how to be a transformative principal. So please enter your email in the box on transformativeprincipal.org, and I will send you the top five things I've learned from these transformative principal interviews. Save you all the legwork of going back and listening to all 100 of them. Though if you do, you'll still learn a ton as well. Transformative Principle is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. You can find other great educational podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. For example, the Better Schools, Better Leaders podcast with Daniel Bauer. Great content in there, and I hope that you take a listen to those as well. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE.